Welcome to the Folktale Project. This is Dan Shones. Today we have quite an interesting tale and it will take place over a period of days because it's quite a long tale and has its own natural breaks. And that's kind of an ironic turn of phrase to use with this first section, this first part of the tale of a youth who set out to learn what fear was. A father had two sons, of whom the eldest was clever and bright and always knew what he was about, but the youngest was stupid and couldn't learn or understand anything. So much so that those who saw him exclaimed, What a burden he'll be to his father! Now, when there was anything to be done, the eldest had always to do it, but if something was required late or in the night time, and the way led through the churchyard or some such ghostly place, he always replied, Oh no, father, nothing will induce me to go there. It makes me shudder, for he was afraid. Or when they sat of an evening round the fire telling stories which made one's flesh creep, the listeners sometimes said, Oh, it makes one shudder. And the youngest sat in a corner, heard the exclamation, and could not understand what it meant. They're always saying it makes one shudder. It makes one shudder. Nothing makes me shudder. It's probably an art quite beyond me. Now it happened that his father said to him one day, Arkin, you there in the corner. You're growing big and strong, and you must learn to earn your own bread. Look at your brother, what pains he takes. But all the money I've spent on your education is thrown away. My dear father, he replied, I will gladly learn. In fact, if it were possible, I should like to learn to shudder. I don't understand that a bit yet. The eldest laughed when he heard this and thought to himself, Good heavens, what a ninny my brother is. It'll never come to any good. As the twig is bent, so is the tree inclined. The father sighed and answered him, You'll soon learn to shudder, but that won't help you make a living. After this, when the sexton came to pay them a visit, the father broke out to him and told him what a bad hand his youngest son was at everything. He knew nothing and learnt nothing. Only think, when I asked him how he proposed gaining a livelihood, he actually asked to be taught to shudder. If that's all he wants, said the sexton, I can teach him that. Just you send him to me. I'll soon polish him up. The father was quite pleased with the proposal because he thought it would be a good discipline for the youth. And so the sexton took him into his house, and his duty was to toll the bell. After a few days, he woke him at midnight and bade him rise up and climb into the tower and toll. Now, my friend, I'll teach you to shudder thought he. He stole forth secretly in front, and when the youth was up above and had turned round to grasp the bell-rope, he saw, standing opposite the hole of the belfry, a white figure. "'Who's there?' he called out, but the figure gave no answer and neither stirred nor moved. "'Answer!' cried the youth. "'Or be gone. You have no business here at this hour of the night.' But the sexton remained motionless so that the youth might think it was a ghost. The youth called out the second time. What do you want here? Speak if you're an honest fellow or I'll knock you down the stairs. The sexton thought he can't mean that in earnest. So gave forth no sound and stood as though he were made of stone. Then the youth shouted out to him the third time and as that too had no effect, 
He made a dash at the spectre and knocked it down the stairs, so that it fell about ten steps and remained lying in a corner. Thereupon, he told the bell and went home to bed without saying a word and fell asleep. The sexton's wife waited a long time for her husband, but he never appeared. At last, she became anxious and woke the youth and asked, Don't you know where my husband is? He went up to the tower in front of you. No, answered the youth. But someone stood on the stairs up there just opposite the trapdoor in the belfry. Because he wouldn't answer me or go away, I took him for a rogue and knocked him down. You'd better go and see if it was he. I should be much distressed if it were. The wife ran and found her husband who was lying groaning in a corner with his leg broken. She carried him down and then hurried with loud protestations to the youth's father. Your son has been the cause of a pretty misfortune, she cried. He threw my husband downstairs so that he broke his leg. Take the good-for-nothing wretch out of our house. The father was horrified, hurried to the youth, and gave him a scolding. What unholy pranks are these? The evil one must have put them into your head. Father, he replied, only listen to me. I am quite guiltless. He stood there in the night like one who meant harm. I didn't know who it was, and warned him three times to speak or be gone. Oh, groaned the father, you'll bring me nothing but misfortune. Get out of my sight. I won't have anything more to do with you. Yes, father, willingly. Only wait till daylight, and then I'll set out to learn to shudder, and in that way I shall be master of an art which will gain me a living. Learn what you will, said the father. It's all one to me. Here are fifty dollars to you, set forth into the wide world with them, but see and tell no one where you come from or who your father is, for I am ashamed of you. Yes, father, whatever you wish, and if that's all you ask, I can easily keep it in mind. And that is the end of part one of the tale of a youth who set out to learn what fear was. And we have a young lad who really fears no fear. And in this moment, I have to say I'm on his side. The sexton should not have gone through with this prank to try to scare the boy. And when it was clear that it was going sideways, he really should have cut it short. He has no one to blame but himself. This is Dan Schultz from the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. You'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always... Thank you so much for listening.